Welcome back to All In. We've got another Dungeons and Dragons for you. I am Lucifruit. We've got Cray and we've got Bazza. Hey. hey, thank you. <laughs> and yeah. Dave. Hey, hello. Oh, you feel better about that one, Baz? <laughs> I do. Yeah, thank you. I'll play a lot better now. Are we ready to play again? Last time mm -hmm. you found your way to Vandebrest Tower, but found it soon under lockdown under the uh, control and machinations of master thief Hansel Groob, who has secured himself in the Royal Lounge. You are a level below, and you know that his quest, along with his associate fellow thieves, is to make his way into the... Quicksilver Vault, the vault that contains all of the most potent magical items owned by the Order of Magists here in the tower. He needs three keys to do that. He already has two of them. The third key, perhaps, is in the security office of the old head of security of the building. We're basically doing Die Hard. I think the facade has dropped, as long as we're clear about that. <laughs> Are we ready to continue playing this Christmas adventure? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We are, we are. On a side note, excited. bit of meta, was it possible to uh, leave the room without doing a fight there? Uh, and we could have just like stealthily walked out and avoided of that. Course. Of this course, this is D&D. That's D&D. I just would have, I mean, it probably <laughs> no, stopped no. being possible when Kaskin threw a chair at them. I think that your options were diminished oh, from that you point. You guys did the nod. You guys did the nod of winging away. He did the nod. I, I just followed the order. You can't blame the nod. It was a good nod. Everybody knew the plan. <laughs> yeah, even they knew the plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> now, Trammy Hosen, the apprentice security officer, has managed to get his wits together and he's crawled out of the table. And he's looking around at the carnage. There's still the sword. There'd be great swords on the ground. Um, some, I think one of the crossbows wasn't broken if you want to arm yourselves. Unfortunately, Tremie doesn't have anything except his brass pass that he wears around his neck, which is useless. increasingly useless now that the tensor system is down. And he's looking at all of you and, and he's starting to get his wits together. And he's, he's like, look, with three levels below security it, it's it's us here then it's the royal lounge then the kitchens then the security level the quicksilver vault is on level 10 just below the roof if we can get to my master's office i may be able to find the where this third key is he wouldn't tell me but he might have something there particularly if he's dead as his apprentice i should be able to access his files he doesn't seem too I... cut up about the fact that his master's dead. <laughs> that's not that, that's not important to the plot. That's just something I realized in the way I performed that line. <laughs> I want to uh, make my way over to the like elevator, still not knowing how it works, and says, "Come on, let's go. Let's get out there." Oh, but wait, go, whatever you do, don't there. step on that disc. Oh. Under lockdown, the ten. What is the disc? The tensor discs are unpowered. That means if you step oh, on the disc, oh. you will crash down four stories into the foyer. Good thing I did not do that. Step on the disc. Yeah, I didn't do it. So you're, for now, a little bit stuck. There's the balconies that lead into that central space uh, that is shared by every level in the tower. The only other area that you can see is the service entrances behind the bar that lead into the service area. And if you want to like make a more detailed search, you're going to need to make an investigation check. That's it. I'm going to investigate. Okay. The rest of the patrons, by the way, are just, even though you have taken out the guards, they are sitting at their d 
Booth's trying not to make eye contact. These are just sort of hopeless dandy noblemen from Waterdeep. They don't want any trouble. <laughs> what was your roll? Um, I will investigate, and I rolled a 17. Okay, a 17. You do a quick investigation, and you notice something, which is a kind of um, a bulge in the wall, as if it's concealing some kind of crawl space or walkway that's next to the service area. It's been... It's been... Um, oh, use your words, Dave. It's, there's a, you know, it's, it sort of extrudes from the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to try and attempt to... Like, yeah, like push on it and see if there's anything I can do to try and pry it open. You start pushing on it and feeling it, and it's warm to the touch. And as you do, oh. Trammy looks at you and he goes, "That's the that's the dumb way. So that's how that's how we get food from the kitchens down here." Oh, just my size for me to fit. <laughs> it looks. I think you would be quite comfortable. Um, Jenny would probably be yeah. okay. Kaskin wouldn't have a fun time, but all of you could. It's hard to say because you don't. And I'm um, actually. <laughs> I'm actually claustrophobic as well. <laughs> Kaskin's going to have a miserable time. I am not going on in there. No. Uh, it's the access point would be just inside the service area if we if we want to have a look. Let's go have a look. Okay. Um, fo- about. Look, follow me, I guess. And Trummy takes his little brass pass and he scans it on the and the doors open up with a magical hiss and you can see there's not food prep area. Well, there's a, there's a small food prep area, but there's not kitchens. This is just a, something where pl- meals are plated up, where mm. all of Kaskin's terrible alcoholic drinks are prepared and brought out. And <laughs> by far the biggest feature in the room that you can see is that there is a metal small uh, door that is built into the underside of this bulging tube that travels upwards. Oh, uh, is it locked or anything? It is. Uh, it looks like it's got a simple lock on it. Yep. I'm gonna lockpick it then. Yep. You still have your lockpick. Character today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, attempt to lockpick that. Go for it. Um, would I use sleight of hand? For yeah. That? Just use. It's the same roll. So yes. Okay. Cool. I roll sleight of hand. Oh god! I got a nine. Okay. Trammy looks at you, uh, very <laughs> kindly, like seven, and then bro. carefully takes his brass pass off and hands it to you. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, You're a useful uh, member of the team, he says. Uh, uh, oh, when yes, he's I, speaking down to you. Oh, that's you, condescending. But, oh, that, that, yeah, that, that's yeah, if, um, if it doesn't work out with him, I would be happy to join an adventuring party. I, I snatch it out of his hand and press it up against whatever stupid mechanic thing you got here to open it. Yeah, it's a hiss and it slides open and a wave of heat blasts out at you and Tremi goes, that's strange. The, the furnaces aren't supposed to be uh, be active during a lockdown or really at any time except during maintenance. Um, oh. Make an arcana check for me if you want. Uh, Jenny, you're there. Yep. Um, 22. 22. You can feel a aura of powerful enchantment magic um, that feels hastily made to you as if somebody has very quickly, uh, in a magical way, sort of jury-rigged or um, hot-wired the, the furnace tubes and made them, bl- made them feed back. Now, they come, the fire is coming at regular intervals about every 60 seconds or so. A big fireball is blasting up the tube, which is where that heat that you could feel before is coming from Yark. God. Okay. Um, uh, so, is there anything else I can? So, there's a bunch of fire blasting out every sixty seconds from this door that we've just opened. That's right. It's it's 
Yeah, Trammy says, this is only meant to happen during maintenance. There are furnaces down there and this is how we clean the pipes. But this is only meant to happen once every six months or so in the middle of the night, not once every minute. Is there is there anything else I can gauge from peering into the the hole just like just after it's blasted? <laughs> You're carefully timed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you stick your head inside and you can see that somebody has um, inscribed glowing magical runes here. This has been manipulated by oh, yeah. a, a mage of some some sort, and mm. Trammy sees them too, and he goes, "There was there was that mage on the balcony, the one that did the image in the glass. Perhaps this is his work." But that would mean that they've been planning this job for quite some time. Oh, God. Of course they have, Tremor, you fool. <laughs> it's a huge job. Well, okay. I, this is my first time being in a hostage situation. If, you, if, if you're familiar Start with their work. like you, Tremmy. Can we ask <laughs> Tremmy, like, if he much. knows who the people, who those people are? Yeah, of course everybody knows of the Nakatomi 7. Yeah, but, like, have they been here oh. before? Like, do they <laughs> No, but we know that I know them by infamy. Um, Hansel Grube, oh, okay. Master Thief. He's the, the one that's managed to steal a phosphor chime from the City of Brass. The man with the canister. He's the he's their ringleader. He doesn't go anywhere without Tyrena, his bodyguard. Um, Eli Spangler is their artificer, the one that makes all their inventions for them. I suppose those were his handymen, the woodmen downstairs. Uh, he's also got those two sisters. Sisters, the uh, the dark elves. What's their name? Uh, are the, I nudge Cray. The Dinan sisters. The Dinan sisters. And um, I don't didn't recognize the figure in the coat or the wizard, but I guess he's found new members for his gang. Here, here, I've got some trading here. cards, and he gives you all a little stack <laughs> of of, tra of Waterdeep oh. trading cards that are like master criminals of Waterdeep, and he's like, you could have those; those are doubles. I'll take them. Okay, take <laughs> got a small. These will be uh, worth a lot. Yeah, you could. Um. Okay, so the only, so at the moment, the only way we've we've got any form of getting out is jumping down the Bally. elevator four floors or going down this hole spitting fire every 40 you seconds could, every minute. those i mean those are those are both options you could go if i think that trammy has said that if you could travel if you could get up two stories up the tube it mm. terminates in the kitchens because this is how they get food down into the lounge and you can see that there is a kind of Obviously, it's all magical, and the lockdown means that all the system's being shut down. But there is a thin chain traveling down the tube, and because it's fireproof, it, it's very hot, mm. but it's not. It hasn't been destroyed by the fire. Can I? Um, is it possible to like perceive if I'd be able to make it up there within the sixty-second time frame? <laughs> if you roll well, <laughs> I, are you talking about climbing? Just using normal climbing? Yeah, climbing up. Yeah. 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 So you look at it. <laughs> I mean, I, th I would say, arguably, that the one thing uniting all these three characters is that you all have tickets on yourself. So I think you're all quietly confident that in the right situation, you would be able to get up there in time. 60 seconds is not a crazy amount of time. If you're really quick, I think Kaskin, Kaskin, who's an expert acrobat, is feeling slightly more confident. But then also Kaskin is bigger and it's a... Like, Yark has the fact that he said last time he climbed a rope, he fell down and was concussed for like yeah, three yeah. action. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want him to burn alive. <laughs> Maybe we go down into the foyer off the balcony. Oh, wait. It, does does um, does Janny have any spells that would make me like I... fireproof oh. or something? 
Maybe Janet maybe like fire resistant fire at least. <laughs> what do you think I have? Ice, ice blast. Uh, you have I, ice. a couple of minutes. I ice do shield. Have armor. a magical armor protection. You have armor, Agathis. Yes, which would coat yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, which is just me, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> you do it. So, Damn it! I could get up there, but um, I don't think you're getting anywhere. <laughs> can you blast some ice on the fire and prevent? Can you just blast it down the tube and maybe it'll stop it? You do still have ray ray of Try frost, that, which is was your um old cantrip. What if you frost it? Maybe it'll it'll take some time Blast to it, melt Jenny, the ice. Oh it. my god, fine. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> some stairs somewhere. We probably could just walk up the the fire escape stairs or something. Okay. <laughs> Surely they have that. So, okay, fine. <laughs> all right, so a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks out from Jenny's. But Jenny shoots you both a withering look that borders on sarcastic. <laughs> Good, thank you for including that. <laughs> and then, yeah. A, I'm clapping. Yay! A frigid beam of blue-white light streaks out from her fingertips and almost like a fire hose, she starts coating the uh, tube below the lounge's um, port, uh, you know, so, the, the, you know, this, this entry port into the dumbwaiter system. And there's another whoosh as the fire tries to get up and the frost holds and the fire is diminished. It looks like it's much less fire comes up, but the frost is melting very, very quickly. So it's it has slowed down. Let's do this. Down. I'm going to pick up Tremmy. I'm going to pick up Tremmy. I'm going to run and I'm going to jump up. I'm going for it. Athletics. I'm doing it. <laughs> You're going to do it with one hand. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to do it with one hand with, with Tremmy. I got and the change would probably athletics. still be hot from all the fire going up. So yeah, I'm going roll for it. it. Roll, going, that, no, roll that acrobatics check, Cray. Live in the moment. I'm going, I'm going. Oh, I hit a 22. I hit a 22. Oh my oh my God, God. There's no justice. As I said, with one hand around Tremmy, who's spluttering and protesting, Kaskin very carefully leaps up with his hand and then spins around the chain and just manages to launch himself around so that his feet are touching the sides and he spins himself up the tube, grabs on with his one bit good hand, with his with, with dead weight Trammy under his shoulder and heaves himself out of sight uh, beyond you up the tube, leaving just Yark and Janny who hate how impressive it looks. <laughs> <laughs> I shout oh. down, come on, guys, it's easy, easy, <laughs> easy, easy. Oh. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow. I've got plus three acrobatics, so I might have a chance. <laughs> it's been great knowing you. <laughs> and I don't want to be, I don't want to be outdone after being, <laughs> after being yelled at by those little elf guys. I just realized you had a huge great sword strapped to you as well. That is so impossible. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. That's a 22, baby. The dice don't lie. What did you get, Yark? I got a 16. Oh, my God. Okay. Ooh, so yeah. only because of the frost <laughs> slowing it, meaning that you've got a bit more time. Swearing under his breath, looking looking not nearly as elegant, but, you know, as only a dwarf can. Heave, heave, heave. Yuck makes his way up, slowly up the chain, and then disappears, leaving you now, Jenny, alone in the service area. I'm not, I'm not very acrobatic. Come on, Jenny. <laughs> I don't know if I can do can it. You, use your float spell. Use your float spell. <laughs> use the spell of teleportation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. yeah. Coat yourself. Coat yourself in the armor. And then jump up. I'll catch her. I'll catch her. Oh, God. With your, what? With your other I'm hand? I'm screaming to Jenny. I'll catch her. Yeah. I put um... the little fucking runt down now. 
I got an eight. <laughs> oh, oh no! All right. But with my hand. Did you cast Armor of Agatha on yourself? No. No. <laughs> okay. No, you should have said yes. <laughs> she, did. No. she did. Okay. In that case, Jenny, you take. Oh boy! All right. You take nine points of damage, and oh. there's. Oh. And now Fair you've got to be careful because Jenny has half the hit points that you two do because Jenny is a warlock. Oh. So you'd lose There's about half, half your life in one me. go. <laughs> and panicking, you oh. you fly back in pain and cinder your little um, wormling on your shoulder um, rears oh. up in alarm as the fire starts to break through. And you very quickly start reapplying your ray of frost to try and fight it back. But it looks like the furnace is still very angry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... See if there's any. Is there anything? Now, if, now that we're up top, is there anything we can maybe investigate to see if there's any other way that would make it a bit easier? Yeah, make an us? investigation check. Oh, good thinking. Yeah, I'm um, oh, the investigator. I got a twelve. Uh, you can make one too, Cassie. I hit a twelve. Oh, as yeah. well. <laughs> okay, the investigation boys. You. <laughs> you have a look. So you, a twelve doesn't mean you can see everything, but you do know. You can see now that the chain is is hooked up here and that there's extra chains so you can throw more chains down but that's all you can see for a 12. can we um throw some chains can we down pull the, yeah can we pull the chain if we get it to grab on can we pull it up to make it faster absolutely you can try doing all it right, that way let's do that oh, yeah okay yeah let's try Jenny, that. you gotta trust us to pull you up oh my god okay so <laughs> this chain i've got you i've got you yeah so, so um Je- yeah me and me and cas can kind of like yell down at it to as soon as the uh, maybe the next flame strikes or she hears it or whatever, um, that we're gonna grab it and we're gonna we're gonna yoink her up. Okay, so with with a, a <laughs> yoink, having passed the signal of all right, pull the chains. You yeah. both heave as Jenny flies up, holding on for dear life. Make for me with advantage because you're helping, Caskin. Uh, you can make the roll. So make a strength check, but because of Yark's help, you have advantage. Ooh. I hit a 19. I don't want you to feel, Baz, like I was neglecting you there. That's because Kaskin's got higher strength, so that's why I did that. I get it. No, it's it's fine. Please just don't feel like you're doing... You're a valuable member of the team. No, it's fine. We need to survive here, Baz. We need to survive. There is a whoosh, and there is a belch of ash, and a quite irritated-looking Janny flies up over the heath of the dumbwaiter as you all collapse into a heap in the kitchen and very delicately cinder her dragon alights on a pan that's hanging on a hook in what is otherwise a quite gloomy room. The kitchen is empty, the lights are low. Jenny, because you went through last, can you make a perception check for me? Um, six. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> the room is quite dark. It's pretty stressful. <laughs> Tremi um, looks around and he's like, that's strange. There should be cooks here at this hour. I don't like this. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Someone's... Can't, I, I look at Jenny and I say, uh, cast the little lights that you do. Um, all right. I'll cast Jenny. my little lights. Yeah, blink, blink, blink as your dancing lights <laughs> appear dance. and the, a soft glow surrounds all of you. You can see that this is a well-appointed kitchen, quite um, cluttered, but the design of it's very clever. Hey, there are hooks all along the ceilings above the benches where most of the implements and cookware and also many, many sharp knives are hanging. 
all in rows above your heads and there's a cold larder to the side and the far distant edge of the kitchen there are is a doorway and Trammy points it and he says that will lead to the service exits we might be able to get to the security offices through there well, let's go. I walk up to the service door and I open it. I, I could have, I, I could, I'm pretty sure I could have seen all of this as well with my dwarven vision, but I chose not to say anything until the lights came. You were still rubbing ash out of your <laughs> eyes. So as Kaskin says, okay, then let's go over there. And step takes one step forward. You hear a ting sound and then a little bell oh. starts ringing and you look down and you see... What you recognize, Jenny, instantly, you don't need to roll for this, as the components of the alarm spell. Somebody has rigged up oh. the space oh. near the dumbwaiter with an alarm. Now, the way that spell works, the little bell isn't the problem because whoever casts the spell, wherever they are in the building, they can hear it. Oh, oh I turn to Jenny and Baz and say, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we may as well just continue to proceed out. I mean, we've already yeah, 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 so maybe yeah. we just pick the up the speed a bit and just, <laughs> okay. yeah. just um, head towards it. Yeah. Walking with a little more urgency, you walk... We do like a little skip. Yeah, yeah. we do a little skip. Oh, shit. You walk up to the door. The door is locked again. Um, Yark, you're the first one there. <clears throat> I will... I will get that stupid brass thing out and smash it against the, the door. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's just sad. I mean, you're <laughs> throwing your lockpicks to the side. It's not the same door. <laughs> <laughs> you grab this, the pass and you are about to scan it. And just as your hand is about to touch it, you suddenly make a perception check for me. Yark. Uh, I will do that. And I got a five. So you suddenly see too late as your hand is slowly walking towards it that nestled inside the activating stone on the door, there is a glint of something sharp. And it's a scorpion that's just (laughs) sitting on the doorknob. And as your hand comes down, it stabs towards you and it rolls a 14, which... Oh, great. No, good. uh, Which is your armor, which defeats... Sorry, it hits your armor class, so it does hit you. And I need you to make for me a constitution save. Constitution... I got a... Oh, 20. A 20. So you, yeah. there's the, the prick does uh, two points of damage, but you are suddenly, you feel an itching that tells you that it was poisonous, but your hardy dwarven constitution manages to fight mm-hmm. off the poison. But the, and you rear back carefully from the door because this quite poisonous little bug is standing there. And as you do that, you all suddenly feel a rumbling as on the other side of the bench near you, you turn a little and very slowly, horror movie style, and notice that in this very clean kitchen, the bench is swarming with bugs and flies. There are like little maggots poking out inside of the knife blocks. And just this one part of the kitchen is covered in creepy crawlies and bugs. Oh, God. Um... I'm going to start screaming, <laughs> burn it, burn them all. Danny, please burn them. She's <laughs> a spell, burn spell. And I'm swinging my great axe. Unfortunately, Jenny has used, already used, a burn. used the spell, yeah. burning hands. So, Oh, no. As, I'm still doing that, though. As you <laughs> are looking very uncomfortable, the bugs start to all 
pile up amongst themselves until there's a big pile of them on the bench. And then improbably that pile starts to rise and rise and rise until a figure emerges from inside it wearing a filthy coat, a big wide um, brimmed hat in the Furbolg cray, uh, yak that you had seen just before on the uh, oh, no. working with the rest of the Nakatomi 7. This is Frond, the Swarmkeeper Ranger, who is also part of their team. And he's got a sickle in each hand, a big curved blade, and these bugs are just dripping off his coat, scurrying into the pockets um, and buttonholes of the coat, disappearing under his hat as the swarm slowly um, nestles inside his clothes again. After we're kind of like silently like watching this all unfold, <laughs> he, after he emerges, I just kind of break the sides with, hey. <laughs> I vomit. <laughs> you shouldn't have drunk all that beer and ooze. <laughs> And you certainly Cray's seen way more bugs than eggs. anyone else. <laughs> Cray's seen like yeah, double the like amount of bugs. Eggnog and egg. Yeah. Eggnog and egg. <laughs> triple, triple the yeah. amount of bugs I've seen. Yeah, this is going to yeah. stay with you. So he, uh, with a sickle in each hand standing on the bench, he looks at you and he says, You there, that brass pass. My, mister, my, my master Groob reckons it's something we need. Be a good lad. Oh. Put it on the bench and stand down. I could. Uh, do not want to do that. Oh. No. <laughs> I. Oh, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I, it's I'm quite scared. creepy, isn't no. it? <laughs> I didn't realize it. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> no, I just um, I kind of put it behind my back and say, no, 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 I don't think I will. Uh, Frond looks at you, and then he points his hand. Uh, with his hand open, and as he does, you can see a large spider crawls out of his sleeve and stands on the palm uh. of his hand, and then it tenses on its legs and it jumps at you, Yark. Oh, oh God! And let me just um. as um, make for me quickly a dexterity save. Okay, dexterity. Save this. Roll this. Oh, Roll it. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. It launches itself at you, but you're ready for it. And quickly with your other hand, you splat it against the door and there's a awful squeaky sound. Your hand comes back and it's glistening with ichor, but the spider's dead and he snarls and jumps at you. And Kaskin, you can, you have ti- a chance because Yark made that roll for an action if you want. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what should I do? He's made out of bloody bugs. Um, so he's a swarm keeper, which means he keeps I- a swarm in all of his clothes and he can use them for spells and attack them. It's a very... Oh, Unpleasant um, furbog sect of rangers. Yeah, you normally don't see this guy now. <laughs> Essentially, um, oh, groups. Should we attack or should we run? Team is quite uh, cosmopolitan. Well, I would. Could I use? If, it, is it my if he I... if he doesn't have the card right, what if we <laughs> just quickly open the door and just lock it behind us? You <laughs> wouldn't be able to get. Oh, through. that's a good idea. He doesn't have that's a, a card, idea. so if we use a card to, to open the door next to us, right, then we just kind of. <laughs> We just go and lock it. We could do that. <laughs> what if we just try? Can I attempt to do that? Him? Can I attempt that, da- Dave? You can absolutely I try can. To, um, still, suddenly, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. I'm gonna try to so quickly you grab it. Now, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna like All yoink it out of Yark's end. hand. Yep, the time. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to. Oh, it's gonna oh. be hard though. We need to get, oh, we need to get too. No, no, no. You, you absolutely can try this. Okay. What if we um? What if we use? Is it something we can use to like distract him, and then we do that? 
Um, yeah. Oh, I I can I cast an illusion, a minor illusion. So do you? Well, maybe <laughs> um maybe Cray's <laughs> move where you like start he like starts moving towards the door, and then when he gets to Jenny, she like distracts. Well, we're, we're already we're at that. the door, so I'm gonna yoink it. I'm gonna open it, um, and I'm gonna try to get me and um. So if you want to use the way the way this would work in D and D, because this is a great plan, and I want to support the plan, (laughs) so excited (laughs) anytime that we get tactical in this. So uh, what what it sounds like you're doing is you're going to delay your action until Fruity's done her action, which she's distracted someone. Which you can do. You can always move later than your initiative order. So you delay your action, and Fruity, it's your action. Okay, so I'll use my minor illusion spell to create an illusion of a sound. From the other side of yep, it, a... Ooh, it can be a sound or it can be an image of up to five good. feet, I think. So if, if it's a sound, what sound do you want to make? Gunfire. Both things that ask, that like... That would distract They beg a lot of questions of how Jenny has heard either of these sounds. But there is... Australian. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, one thing that bugs bloody hate is the sound of a predator. So there all oh, there's a rippling true. sound as all of the bugs scur- that are starting to peek out scurry under his robes again. And for a second you see an opening. So with advantage, do you want to make a quick dexterity check to activate the door for me? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So you can draw twice, Cray? I hit a 19 yep. um, for my first mm-hmm. roll. Then it's enough. And then on my second roll... That means you don't need to hit. Oh, oh, okay. So I... yeah. oh, okay, okay. All right, cool. so you do... you have to... The one other... I need you to make one other roll for me because you, you're going to yep. overcome him. But now that you're con- you're looking at the activating crystal properly, you can see that not just the scorpion, it's there's, there's worms, spiders, and bugs are nestled all into this little sconce that you have to put the card in your hand into to activate the door. And you're going to have to... Th- just thrust your hand into this dark space full of bugs. So I need you Screw to make for me a little... Uh, this this will be a constitution save to just have the guts yep. to do it. And you need to beat DC okay. 12. Where is... um? Const- oh, I hit 13! Oh, well done! I hit 13! So oh my god. Absolutely not wanting to do it. Um, Kaskin takes his hand and plunges it into the activation zone of the door. And for a second, you feel just slithering of all these creatures all over your hand. And you actually do get bitten by something. And make. Ah! Um, but it's, it's fine. It's just a, a little a mite. <laughs> you take three points of damage. A couple of mites bite you. You plunge your hand out. There's a ding, and the door slides open. You can move as well if you want. I'm going to um, grab Tremmy and, and, and dash out, d- dash into the, the doorway. So do we have so, to do it at the same time? Like, uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny is still Jenny's action because you're delayed to go at the same time. So Kaskin, Jenny and Tremmy run through. Okay. Unfortunately, before Yark gets to go, Frond is going to get his go as well. So Frond oh, geez. Uh, turns around in, um, in fury with his sickles and charges at you, Yark. And there's a all these bugs flying around him that are biting you and attacking you and scratching at you as the sickles attack. Your armor class is 14, so he rolls one of his attacks misses, but the other attack hits, and you take four points of damage from the sickle and another four points of damage from all of the bugs attacking you as you 
fall back, but your back is still to the door. You're defending your friends as they run through. And now, is it friends fair? Is friends? Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> friends, yep, friends. Teammates. Buddies, pals. I guess, but, yeah. And now it's your go, Yark. Um, yeah, can I attempt to disengage from this fight and uh, try and get through the door? Yeah, absolutely. So using a disengage action, you race through the door, slamming the button on the side as the door slams shut. And instead of a large, spacious corridor or stairs leading up to the next level, all of you find yourselves in a very small 10 foot by 10 foot antechamber with a door on one, the door you've just come through and then another door on the other side. The room is bathed in red light as you hear a voice say, um, saying, airlock pressurizing, please wait. And you're all oh. trapped in this small room. And as you watch, you can see underneath the door that you came through, small bugs starting to worm their way into the room. Oh, the, Jesus. the next one up is Kaskin. So we're in the room, You're in- um, it's a small room, and now the bugs are coming through the doors, through the vents and things like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I say airlock, it's it's more like a um, it, it's it's a magical, it's an anti-magic chamber that's just part of the security defenses here, but it's locking you in this room while it's scanning you before the next doors open, and unfortunately, it's not so airtight that the bugs can't get out. You can't, Frond can't get in, but he's sending his bugs under the yep. door. Yeah. I'm going to try, especially at like the edge of the door, I'm going to start cutting away at the bugs, trying to buy us time, as much time as we <laughs> With can. A great With a greatsword? <laughs> yeah, just swi- Maybe. just wildly swinging at the edge of it. Just going, woof, woof. But if you just grab the Kill other it. side and you try and like squish it with like the butt, like the, the back, of, the, the handle of your sword, you the know, like, smash and... Uh, yeah, I feel like trying to slice oh, little right. bugs would be super hard. I feel like smashing Oh, that's a good point. Baz, you're smart. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, clog the doorway if I can with the with the... Yep, oh, okay. Make for me a with disadvantage. So roll two dice and give me the lowest with your greatsword. Okay. So the first one was a 12 mm-hmm. damage. And the next one, oh God, it was a five. Okay. So you try, but unfortunately, it's just, you, you need something that's going to, to jam this up, you're going to need something. Log it. That you can clog it with, not not a big piece of metal. And so you're trying as much as you can, but for every bug you kill, more and more of them are coming through, and you're getting scared that your hands are getting closer and closer as more of these venomous bugs are creaking into the room. The floor is starting to get slick with both dead and live bugs. And Jani, you're up next. Um, Could I like look around what else is in this room, see if there's a way of getting out? There looks like there is a small... Um, cupboard of some sort that's built into the side of the door that's got another one of those activation gems and there's like a um there are hooks on the wall and one of them has a big kind of um heavy cloth suit a full body like um some kind of protective armor for a hazardous job or something with a face mask big heavy gloves looks very difficult to move in and there's a couple of empty hooks other than that the room is empty Okay, can I investigate uh, the cupboard, I guess? I don't uh, know yeah, if, as long as uh, Kaskin's happy to give you the pass. And he's busy. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so you grab, I throw it to Jenny. You grab the pass and you um, check into the... You, you activate the activation sigil and it slides open. And inside you can see a small shelf that has two vials on it, uh, bottles. Um, that have different liquids. One of them's red and one of them's green. 
and also you can see a crossbow that's been mounted there. This is a security cupboard for the security team. Hmm. Okay, can I grab? Can I grab it all? <laughs> you grab it all? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Traditionally, <laughs> we loot after the combat, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. We still. Oh, I think Caskin's got it, right? Yeah, Caskin's fine. Caskin if doesn't have it. Caskin's crying. <laughs> I'm crying, swinging at bugs. Yeah, I've now stopped trying to block it, and I'm do just wildly um, swinging at bugs. Do I still have my backpack, or did I drop that off? You have. You have your backpack. Backpack, you just don't have any weapons that were in your backpack. You okay. Them out. What if I here's something crazy, right? So I've got oil in my backpack and I've got a tinderbox, right? What if I pour a bit of small bit of oil across like the seam of where the, the bugs are entering Ooh. under the door and I, I ignite like a small flame so that any bug that goes through has to crawl through like the oil? That ignited. is very clever. I don't think yeah. we've done this before. I'm gonna say that that works. So you there's a screeching in the sound, the very unpleasant sound of bugs trying to race back when the area is clogged and being able to unable to escape underneath the door because there's so many more bugs trying to come in then there's that awful smell of of <laughs> dead burning bugs the whole thing is very unpleasant i'm sorry i didn't, didn't realize this was going to be so i'm starting to get quite distressed by this but the <laughs> yeah it's really gross. it's full on isn't it it's more full on than i meant but the, the bugs um retreat back retreat back there's the sharp smell of burning oil and wick and yark very carefully wiping the oil off his hands turns around having sealed underneath the door but i will also say baz because that, that is a very clever solution to it, that you get a dice of inspiration. And I don't think we've done that before. Basically, the way that works is at any time you can get a re-roll. You can cash that in for a re-roll at one moment in the game. Oh, that's exciting. So there you go. That's big. That, that, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you turn around to see that Jani is just carefully pocketing the two potions and the pump action crossbow that she's found, which I've just decided <laughs> is pump action. And at that moment... The, um, that same ethereal voice says, scan, complete, and the doors open, reveal a staircase leading upstairs. While thumping occurs on this door because Frond, having been unable to use his bugs, is now trying to break down the door behind you. I've just pulled the oil, so <laughs> we're out of, with this. So combat's over for now. You can all oh, race yeah. up the stairs if you want. Oh, well, let's go! Okay. Let's go upstairs. I'm running. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, are we running? Yeah. I'm I was right waiting for you. Your guys, the, you guys went in first, so you'd be. It's good me. that everyone's being polite, but just so you know, Trammy is already running. He's like <laughs> a flight above <laughs> he's all. Scuttled of out of my grip. He's scuttled out of my grip when he's running. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna follow him up. Wait, Trammy, and I'm running behind him. All of you race up into a, what looks like a Warren complex of small cubicles and offices. There, nobody's here. The whole room is still lit by those omnipresent red emergency lights that are now seem to be in all the rooms of the tower. At regular intervals, the alarm chime keeps sounding um, from whatever devices that have been activated that have caused this lockdown to happen. And Trammy is racing quickly past cubicle, past cubicle. You see he passes one desk that has just a small scroll case, a quill, and a picture of him and two older elves that you assume are his parents. But he races past that cubicle and heads into a more tastefully appointed corner office. The door's locked and he, as he stands in front of it. Um, and he's there when you all arrive. What is this door leading to, Trammy? Uh, this is this is my master. This is Master Stone Turner's uh, office. I, I, you, you have my pass. I, I, I I'll, I'll need the pass if we have to get in. Mm. 
I look at um Yark and I um motion for him to open the door. Well, you, you'd have the pass because you used it. To actually, get... oh, actually, okay. Jenny has the pass at the moment. Oh, Jenny, I have it. Oh, and you also, Jenny. By the way, that... before we, I'll just say also, Jenny, you have those two potions. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I um, look at what the red potion is or like what they what they are actually? Both you recognize the red potion. Yeah. You recognize will be some form of a potion of healing. You recognize yeah. the hue of it just as a trained spell caster. You can make an arcana check. Uh, to see if you can work out what the other potion is, if yeah. you want, but just tell uh, me what you roll. A twenty-four. Twenty-three. It's a a twenty-three. So the blue potion is a potion of flying. The person that, oh. uh, if you drink it for an hour, you can levitate and fly. Oh, who wants this? I just want that for fun. Who wants this? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I need health. I need no, health more than anything. I'm about you? to die. No, I need health. You're fine, still, aren't you? I'm 10 hit points. So am I, so am I. But, oh, like, that's half of me anyway. Oh. How much would this heal for, would I know? Uh, yeah, it would heal for uh, 2d8 plus 6 points. So quite a lot. Okay, so I'll, I'll give it to um, Kaskin. Because okay. I, I can't get... Okay. So how much does that heal me for? Uh, 21 hit points. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, you feel your wounds knit together. The rib that you hadn't realized that you'd broken when you smashed against the balcony clicks back into place. And as a happy side effect as well, all the vomit on your on your shirt front hey. <laughs> cleans up. It's a it's a high performance <laughs> well. magic potion. Well, I'm nearly full health. I'm nearly full health. Um, we have to defend Jenny. Can't let the yeah. support die. <laughs> the support. What do you mean? No, no. I, I would argue no, that no, Jenny I mean, like, is the but, DPS. But, but, I'm afraid oh. to say. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. I meant, I meant because I'm you've like the tanky guy who's always I'll at the front. <laughs> no, I meant just like I'm how the to people. Okay, I've learned no, how to hex people. Oh. I can put a curse on you. And support is an amazing role that carries the squad very often. So this argument's <laughs> all happening in front of him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. As I'm drinking the potion, we're arguing about who should have taken it. <laughs> And uh, and Yark quietly thinks of himself as the carrier is just sitting in the corner. Um, <laughs> so you're going to open the door? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's open it. There, there's this. There is a scan. Um, and there's that very now familiar chime, and the door slides open into. As I said, you could see it through heavily reinforced spell glass. What is a tastefully appointed corner office there is a large iron oak desk with some scrolls and papers in it there is a bookcase there is a trunk a chest in the corner there is a actually a what looks like a miniature of the tower a giant a, a um yeah but a miniature version of the tower that's sitting on a central plinth and there is also a cage in the corner of the room the lights are out in this area, the, the safety lights aren't on, so it's very dark. So other than Yark, no one can really see um, until, I suppose, Janny brings her dancing lights back into the room. While the then, lights are dimmed, can I have a look around and see if there's anything I can just, just like, just steal? Nick? Just take, yeah. <laughs> anything that isn't bolted down, oh my God. Yeah, can I investigate to see if there's anything around that I yeah, just want for myself? <laughs> make that investigation check. I will investigate and I will roll, okay, 11. <laughs> Uh, okay, eleven. You'll, you'll yeah. You can find one thing. You can find anything that was easy. So there is one thing on the desk, which is there is. At first, you thought it was a magical wand and got very excited, but you now realize it's a big metal rod. It's uh, made of. It feels like adamantium or something very heavy, and it has a unicorn on one uh, engraved on one end of it, a bull on the other end, and there is a button, a big jeweled button in the center of the rod. 
Oh, I'll, you know, I'll take the unicorn rod. You're going to take the unicorn rod? <laughs> yeah. Going to give it a go? Yeah, let's press it. Okay. All right, you click it. Let's press it in the dark. Press it moment, Just in time at this moment, Jenny flourishes her hand and her lights wink into existence in the room just for everyone to see Cray looking up embarrassed, having we're just about to smuggle a rod into his pocket before anyone can see. And at that moment, there's a click and you try to move the rod. You're just, you're just holding it in front of you, but it's yeah. locked into place. What well, this is, this is an immovable rod. So while the button is engaged, you can click it on or click it off. It is locked into its place oh. and time. It exists in one area. It has impossible, infinite strength. It's impossible to destroy until the button is clicked again. Oh my god! Okay, and is there quite... is there a way I can um, can I carry that somehow? Can I like slide it maybe on my like in between yeah. like my my backpack or something? Yeah, well, as soon as you disengage the button, it's easy to move again. It's heavy, but it's you can um, use it easily. So you slide it. Into a you've got a pocket you've got pockets on the outside of your backpack and one of them fits it perfectly. Oh, awesome! Well, Great. So you have now. an immovable rod, and now everybody else gets a chance to loot the room if they want. To. <laughs> now that you've had first dibs. Yeah. I would love to loot the room. Right. Looking for any kind of weapon that would suit me and things like. That. Make an investigation check. Oh God, I'm terrible with investigation. Oh, I hit a sixteen. A sixteen. Do you want to search the room as well, Jenny? Or are you happy? Uh, yeah, I'd like to go to that bookcase. You don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're going to search the bookcase. Okay, make an investigation check. That's good. Um, 14. 14. Okay, so we'll start with you, Jenny. You look and you find a spell book of, um, that's got the Harpel insignia on it again, which interests you because obviously it's connected to the Grimlock house and you have a quick look and you can see that it's got a couple of spells that you, haven't, that you don't know how to cast before and you quickly tuck it into your bag. So when you take a rest next, you, you'll you'll learn a couple more spells. Particularly, there's a spell that you could, you look that seems is called Mind Spike, and another spell called Tasha's Hideous Laughter, and there are ins- instructions for how to cast it, which I've got to make a note of. So I remember now, Kaskin, you rolled a sixteen, which means that you walk over to the cage that is on a plinth on the side of the room next to the diorama, I guess, and yep. you. Uh, sorry, I'm just... <laughs> you look at it. It's covered by a blanket and you start investigating it. And as you do, you hear a sizzle and a pop and a squawk and you draw your hand back again as the whole cage shakes. Oh, my God. It shakes? Yeah, there's something in the squawk. cage. A sizzle, a mm. pop, and a squawk. Sizzle, a pop, and a squawk. Well, last time I found a dragon. I'm going to open the cage. <laughs> All right. You very carefully pull back the blanket and inside and open the cage without looking, I guess that's what you said. And yep. inside is a little wizened, ugly looking creature, like a tiny little goblin or imp. It's a quasit, a um, kind of magic. I say hello. Uh, okay. <laughs> forcing me to come up with a voice on the spot for this character. <laughs> who there, who there, who there? It is I, Casker. Too bright, too bright, too bright. What is this voice? It sounded like it's got an accent. I'm hating this, but let's keep going. It's bright. You... I'm going to say... Lights. Ha- have you seen a key? Key. Turn down light. Turn down light. Hurt spark eyes. Hurt gonna... spark eyes. I, I, I get the blanket and I put it over its face. <laughs> <laughs> you good with, are you good with children, Craig? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just gently oh, wrap a blanket around its head. <laughs> it calms down. Ugly little thing. It calms down and it looks around and says, Master Stone Turner, Master Stone Turner, is you? It's me. <laughs> it's, okay. it's me, Master Stone. Where's the key that I always Make love a deception to use? check. <laughs> deception, hang on. Where's that at? Let me have a look here. Oh, deception. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, God, I hit a bloody nine. All right. It, it starts to, um, to freak out a little bit, even though its head's wrapped up in the blanket. And it's like, mm. you're not Stone Turner. Where? Spark is alone? Spark is alone? And it's oh. freaking out. It starts to shake. I'm going, I'm going to intimidate this creature oh by God. grabbing it around the neck and While it's still shaking it. Blanket. <laughs> and, no. and, yeah, you can't see what's happening. I'm going to say... Show me where the key is! Alright, while you Show are, me where the key while is. you are committing this this hate crime, uh Jenny <laughs> and Yark, do you want to quickly make perception checks for me? I will do that. Perception. Oh. Uh five. <laughs> I okay. rolled a fifteen. A fifteen. Yark suddenly um gulps and taps you on the back of your hip while you're shaking this thing, Kaskin. Hey. It, it, what sorry? It, what sorry? A yak suddenly taps tapping, yeah. taps you on the on the oh. on the hip where you're shaking. Still still st- still shaking the creature. I look at yak and say what? Okay, as you spin around, angry at yak, <laughs> yak points behind him, and you turn and look, and you see two elven women who could be identical twins. Oh, each of them oh. in high-necked um, bodysuits, um, black and leather. Both of them dark elves wearing bandoliers of throwing knives and both of them holding a hand crossbow while their other hand rests on an identical pair of wicked elven blades. Both of those crossbows pointed at you, Kaskin. And as you turn, they look at you, raise their crossbows, and Drina Dainin, eldest of the Dainin sisters, says, I think that is just enough of that. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I suddenly just drop the uh, creature Like out of nowhere I spit into one hand <laughs> I spit into the neck And I sleek my hair back <laughs> So uh, ever so lightly walk up to maybe something that's next to me One hand on my hip mm-hmm. One hand on the side of some sort of desk or wall And I say How you doing? <laughs> and picture if you will There in the security offices Of one magister of security in this, the Vanderbras Tower. A seduction is afoot, one that may yet be all that stands between life and certain death for not just Kaskin, not just Yark, not just Jenny, but all three members of the cool, handsome, funny, smart adventure gang in this, what is essentially a ripoff of Die Hard. Have a wonderful Christmas and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Good fucking Way great. Down the charm. <laughs>